Welcome to Civil Discourse. This podcast will use government documents to illuminate the workings of the American government and offer context around the effects of government agencies in your everyday life. And now your hosts, Nia Rogers, public affairs librarian, and Dr. John Augenbaugh, political science professor. Hey, Augie. Good morning, Nia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I am good, uh, in part because, once again, um, we're doing another episode where we look behind the curtain of uh, the United States Supreme Court. And in this case, the final curtain. The final curtain. Because, uh, because we are talking about where our justices are buried. Yes. And some of what's on some of their tombstones. Um, yes. Which I am um, fascinated. Okay, I should stop and say to the readers, I mean, to the listeners, sorry, you're not reading, you're listening. To the listeners of this podcast, I am one of those weird Southern people <laughs> who knows where my family is buried and who regularly takes flowers to put on the grave sites. And because I am from a poor Southern family, uh, we take plastic flowers because fresh flowers are expensive. Expensive, that's right. But we have, or we take flags, or we take something else because we have lots of veterans in my family. And so flags go out um, on the 4th of July and Memorial Day, you know, to and, and Veterans Day to recognize those people. But that's a thing in the South. And I, I don't know if it's true of other parts of the country because oh. I'm not from other parts of the country. Oh, no. It, where it's... you're buried is a big deal because your family needs to come and put stuff on your grave. They need to put flowers they need to put you know whatever it is i I don't think it's just a southern thing it may be a rural um, ah rural versus uh, city thing okay yeah because um i know for instance um one of the upcoming holidays as we are recording this pod podcast um is memorial day and my mother and my grandmother uh, we'll be going to uh, the cemetery where most of my mom's family um, is buried, and quite a few of them uh, served in the military. Um, and they will be doing as you just mentioned. Um, they will be going to their tombstones, and they, if the cemetery has not done a good job with upkeep, they will actually go and yep, clean um, the stone and clean the stone and they will pull the weeds from around the tombstone. Yep. And um, if they can afford it, they will uh, plant f- fresh flowers. If they can't, they will do as you just suggested. Um, they will put uh, really uh, pretty uh, fake mm-hmm. flowers. Yep. Um, and because it's Memorial Day, uh, if the cemetery is not has not uh, went ahead and stuck small miniature flags uh, beside the tombstones of those who served in the military, uh, my mom and grandmother uh, will not only do it for our family members, but also friends of theirs who served in the military. Um, so it, it and again, I grew up in rural North Central Pennsylvania, and uh, cemeteries will be quite busy right. um, uh, for the upcoming holiday. Yeah, yes. my folks will go on Sunday um, after church 
they will yes. go and they will do all the stuff for all the family and then monday they'll have a cookout yep. and then on the fourth of july they will switch out what was done on memorial day for fourth of july stuff and that will stay like there's holidays where you go and you do that so it brings me to the question of <clears throat> pardon me where the supreme court justices are buried because i have to assume that at least in many cases they are buried near family they are buried where family could do what we're talking about could do the sort of upkeep and yeah. floral arranging that comes with as as we say here in the south taking care of your dead right like the the yeah. so like there's not a cemetery for, for Supreme, Supreme Court, Court justices. Justices, that's right. I mean, and occasionally I get asked this question, yeah, are are all the justices buried in the same place? And I'm like, no. Um, and uh, the burial places of the justices um, uh, over 25 states and the District of Columbia, the state with the most Supreme Court justice burial sites um, is uh, Virginia, uh, which has 20, um, which is roughly about one-fifth of all the Supreme Court justices. 14 of them um, are located at Arlington National Cemetery. Now, Nia, you've done a little bit of research on this. Um, who can be buried at Arlington National Cemetery? Veterans? prisoners of war, and veterans' spouses. That's right. Um, okay. If you served honorably, if you served at least one day in actual combat and you were honorably discharged, that's your military obligation. Or if you served in the reserves um, and, again, served honorably, right? Because honorable is the is the one of the keys here. Yes. And um, prisoners of war who <clears throat> who served honorably while as a prisoner of war served honorably in the military um, before 1993. And I'm not sure why those are those are separated out. Uh, but but yeah. It's basically veterans. You need to have been a veteran and you need to have been an active duty veteran. You can't just have been, oh, I was in the military, but I was pushing paper in Omaha. Not that there's anything wrong with Omaha, um, but you, you have to have been an active duty uh, uh, military person or their spouse. And that, that, that's one of the, <clears throat> one of the um, I was wondering where Ruth Bader Ginsburg was buried and in the jewish tradition you don't get your i think you don't get your tombstone till the a year afterwards right yes. because yep. you're then your family gathers to celebrate your life and they put up the tombstone and uh there's some religious um ceremonies that take place and she's in arlington cemetery and she's in arlington cemetery because her husband served yes. in the military yes because for her generation um, uh, very few women could actually serve in the military. Right. Okay. Um, by the way, in regards to Arlington, according to my research, the earliest justice to be buried there was Chief Justice William Howard Taft. 
William Howard Taft. Um, he died in 1930. Okay. Um, That's not the same Taft that was president. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. And he actually served in um, the Spanish American War. Okay. So he's got one of the earliest, if you will, he is the early Supreme Court justice, right? Um, we see, and also remember this too, readers, Arlington National Cemetery has not been around forever. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, it was created by, it, what, an act of Congress when? um 1864 yeah okay oh so it would have been right after the civil war civil okay war. yeah right after the civil war wait was arlington part of lee's property somebody one of the general's property generals yes okay yes um okay. yeah and founded by edward stanton who i think was the he was the secretary of war in the lincoln administration oh okay Yep, Secretary of War. Yep. So what you see, Nia, in regards to the burial sites of Supreme Court justices, okay? So 20 or 14 of the 20 that are buried in Virginia are at Arlington. There's also a number of them who are actually buried in or around Richmond, okay? Yes, I was surprised to to realize that there is um, so for somebody instance, buried in Hollywood Cemetery. Well, so for, for for people who are not from Richmond, yes, Hollywood Cemetery is a is a large um, cemetery that overlooks the James River. Yes. it's it's quite beautiful. It's got a lot of statuary. It has a giant pyramid. Yes. which is for the Confederate soldiers. Um, it, it commemorates the Confederate soldiers. There's a Confederate side of that cemetery, and then there's a more modern side of that cemetery. Um, <clears throat> but it, it's, it's, it's a lovely place to, uh, if you're a person who doesn't creeped out by cemeteries, I'm not. It's a I'm lovely not, yeah. place to walk, and it's an interesting place to read the stones, because a yes. lot of the stones have, have actual messages on them. Yes, but uh, Justice uh, Lewis Powell, um, who served on the Supreme Court in the 1970s um, through the mid-1980s, is actually buried at Hollywood Cemetery in Richmond. Well, um, and Peter Daniel yeah, Peter Daniel. is buried there as well. And then Chief Justice John Marshall is buried in Shaco Hill Cemetery. Yes, yep. So several... Um, if you're local to us, several folk in Richmond, there's also several people buried, I think, in D.C. Uh, yes, um, either the Rock Creek Cemetery, the uh, Oak Hill Cemetery. Um, uh, you know, for instance, uh, uh, the first uh, Justice Harlan is buried in Rock Creek uh, Cemetery. I'm pretty um, impressed with Louis Brandeis being buried at his school of law. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is at the uh, uh, the University of uh, uh, Louisville. Okay, um, so 
<laughs> now, it should be noted for for the record that um, I most of these cemeteries back in the day were segregated. Yes. So there's some um, There well, are I mean, different, there are different, uh, how, I don't know how to word this particularly nicely, so I'm just going to say it. Um, black cemeteries were not as supported in terms of being cared for and being mowed yeah, and main, maintained. They weren't main, were maintained. Um, the records for them um, are, uh, are very shoddy. Right. Um, but um we've gotten better about that as a country but for a long time we were time, not yeah we were terrible uh, the other thing to note is many of our early supreme court justices um were bar buried at a church either church cemeteries or cemeteries associated with churches right and um well because the, that's really how cemeteries started i think in the united states was generally thanks. it was next to a church yep right and people who went yep. to that church got buried there um, mm -hmm. so um uh, uh but to me it was just and 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 i imagine you're probably going to get to this so if i'm stealing your thunder i i apologize i didn't recognize how many of these burial sites I had actually been to. <laughs> um, yeah, how many have you visited? Over 40. <laughs> oh my gosh. So is your bucket list to visit all of the uh, I, well okay uh, listeners? Let me you're about to hear me ask Augie a question with a bit of side eye and a little bit of shade. Augie have you been to Justice Byron White's um, I'm not entirely sure how I'm supposed to answer that, but. Uh, <laughs> Isn't he your dissertation? Yeah, he's the subject of my dissertation. And you didn't even make a pilgrimage to Denver? Uh, no, because the last time I, I've, been, I, I've been to Denver, Colorado, uh, was... Uh, in the early 1990s. Oh, uh, so he was still living. Yeah, he was still living. In fact, okay. Well, was... I'm I'm going to say your list doesn't count until you've been out to see your. Yeah, because he didn't die until 2002. The focus um, of your of your inquiry. Yes, um, but I mean, a lot of it, a lot of my visits have been because uh, geographically. Um, right. They've either been around where I lived or um, very close so that I could go ahead and visit. Pennsylvania, so, New York, Pennsylvania, Arlington, New York, Arlington, uh, Maryland. Um, so um, in, in, in Nia, you and I are both fascinated by the fact that on some of these tombstones, some of the justices don't have any reference whatsoever that they served on the United States Supreme Court. Okay, I, before we get there, I wanna, wanna make a note. <clears throat> so <laughs> nobody knows where Abe Fortas is buried. Yes, that is correct. 
Justice yep. who died in 1982. Yes. Not like a billion years ago, but 1982. And, um, and for after he died, Justice Scalia, who is buried in Fairfax Memorial Park, the court did not tell anybody where he was buried and his family didn't tell them. Yes. It was the internet that outed Justice Scalia yes. and, and told people where he was buried. And I have to assume that part of that was that the family might have been worried that his gravesite would have been desecrated Yes, by people who were grumpy about Justice his Scalia, rulings, who was a yes. very divisive yes. figure on the court sometimes. Yes, yep. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to state for the record right now, if you desecrate a grave, there is no excuse for you as a human being. You are the worst of the world. Like, I, I mean, obviously, pedophiles are worst, and there are other people who are who. Are, but still, don't don't mess with people's graves. That is so. Yeah, you get no unacceptable. Quarter, yeah, you get no quarter uh, uh, from either you or I, right? Um, uh, 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 for desecrating a, a, a person's gravesite. Yeah, I, I, and. Yeah. What kind of monster are you? Like, that's not the, the gravesite is for the living. And this person's family had nothing to do with your grumpiness about their judicial rulings. And, their and family they, didn't didn't do anything. And you're making those people go through. And, and Nia, I don't know if I've ever told you this and listeners, uh, you're probably unaware but for two summers of when I was in high school, uh, one of the, my part-time jobs was to work mornings at a cemetery. Um, I mowed yard. I was going to say, I, were you a groundskeeper? I was a groundskeeper. I mowed the yard. I used the weed eater around the tombstones. Um, I uh, weeded the flower beds. Um, I cleaned up uh, the beer bottles and the other paraphernalia. From when kids would use, um, you know, the cemetery for, um, shall we say, non-memorial purposes. <laughs> um, Don't do that either. Don't be okay. a jerk. Come on. And I think my appreciation for uh, cemeteries and for grave sites um, originated from that work experience when I would see family members come to pay, um, you know, honor to their dead family members, loved ones, and how devastated they were if a tombstone was knocked over or, right. um, or a flower bed was, was torn up or um, there was an, you know, empty beer bottles or cigarettes or 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 drug paraphernalia, right? Or or tagged stones, right? People yes. who've actually, you know, who've actually uh, um, spray you know, painted stones, you know, graffiti. Like, what, what is yeah, wrong I with mean, you? And, and, and again, um, and, and I saw the kind of devastation it, it had on these family members, and I and, and I was just like, you know, of, of all the ways to go ahead and register your objection. To who a person might have been, do you really have to go ahead and bring in their family members and loved ones? Right, because right? guess what? Dead person doesn't care. 
Yes. You're not the hurting living. the dead person. You're just hurting the living. And, and, living. and that's yeah. not. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, separate issue. And and so the, the, the I'm so sad able to that find. people um, outed his his resting yeah. place, but it does look like it has been pretty much not damaged, which is a good yeah. thing. The thing I was able to find in my research in regards to Abe Fortas's burial site is that Abe Fortas was so hurt and crushed by what uh, the, the, the series of events that led him to resign from the Supreme Court that he really retreated from public life. And for those uh, listeners who don't know much about um, uh, Justice Fortas, Abe Fortas was in many ways um, um, a classic American success story, right? His very Jewish family um, led him to, you know, encouraged him to go on to law school. He became an attorney. Uh, he became a very well-known corporate attorney, but he was also um, involved in civil rights and civil liberties, um, became a very well-known government attorney, and um, had a very close relationship with President Lyndon Baines Johnson. Huh. who uh, nominated him for the Supreme Court. But when Fortas was nominated to be Chief Justice to replace Earl Warren, Southern Democrats and Republicans did not want him to become Chief Justice. And his confirmation hearing is the confirmation hearing that many scholars, including yours truly, believe is when we saw the confirmation process become hyper-politicized. Okay. Because by almost every account, he had all of the qualifications. I mean, heck, he had already been confirmed to serve on the Supreme Court, right? So he already had the qualifications to be a justice. They just didn't want him to become chief justice. They dug up some dirt, okay? Something um, about speaking engagement like taking money for speaking yes for speaking engagements which by the way was not clearly unethical behavior at that time right but then it also came out that while he was a while he was a justice on the court he was still providing informal advice to president johnson uh. now, he probably shouldn't have done that but again at that time there was no explicit or implicit norm that said that that was wrong. They just wanted to hurt Johnson. Okay. And, and they used to this it. to do it. And, they and you still had a whole bunch of senators, conservative Democrats and Republicans, who were upset with the Warren Court. And they didn't want one of the leading figures on the Warren Court of the 1960s to be promoted to Chief Justice. So they got their payback. And not only did they get payback in terms of him not being promoted to chief justice, then they drug up the allegations that he took money for speaking engagements of a person who wanted help with a securities and exchange investigation. And at that point, he was kind of forced to resign. 
and his cremated remains are buried in an unmarked common grave. Yes. Which is yep. an extraordinarily unfortunate end for a person who really didn't do anything to deserve what happened. Like happened. Yes. Okay. If, if there had been questions about the money, then okay, that's. I mean, we could talk about that, but uh, yeah, uh, it's that's, just. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That is truly unfortunate. Um, but you're right that that. Sorry to sort of shift gears a little bit. You're right that the justices. Now, I wonder, and I want to ask your opinion. So, of the justices that are buried at the at, at Arlington. Arlington, okay, yeah. so they're all military service, or in the case of um, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the spouse of military service. And <clears throat> um, they have their military service at the top, uh, or not at the top of their stone, but the first thing that you see when, you, when talking about really their accomplishments, what most of us would have on our stone is, you know, sister, mother, father, brother, whatever, you know, like beloved, yada, yada. They have their um, Lieutenant Commander, United States Navy. Now, in the case of John Paul Stevens, that's it. Yes, there is no mention whatsoever of having been on the Supreme Court, which I'm like, um, didn't you leave off something important? But, but, but even so, they have that before they have Supreme Court. Although most people would would consider being on the Supreme Court your sort of pinnacle achievement. Do you uh, think that's because it's in Arlington that the military service leads, yes. or do you think it's because Nope. The justices felt it was the most important. Arlington has, Arlington National Cemetery has quite a few, shall we say, rules. Ah. Okay. Are these custom rules? Like they're not rules written down, but they're the things that you just do? No, these are be... actually stated, stated rules, written oh, rules. Oh, okay. Right? And there are things that you can and cannot put on a tombstone for Arlington. Okay. Oh. And you have limited space. I don't know why Stevens did not include his service of the Supreme Court, but in regards to what you know, what profession, career, work that you did, the first thing that can be listed is the military service. Okay. It can't be that you were the Assistant Secretary of State, even though you might have thought that that was more important in regards to your government service than being uh, a sergeant in the army. You put no sergeant in the army first. First, then any other, but it's limited in terms of how much space. And with John Paul Stevens, I don't know why he didn't list that he was an associate justice on the Supreme Court for over 35 years. <laughs> I just don't know, right? Because the other justices who are at Arlington Okay, have their service on the Supreme Court. Right. Listed second. Okay. Yeah. Um, and now in Ruth Bader Ginsburg's um on her tombstone, first of all, there's there's Hebrew. Yes. Um on their on her on their tombstone, because it's them, it's the two of yeah. them together. Um <clears throat> and the 
and apparently at Arlington, it's perfectly acceptable for you to have the emblem of your faith yes. on your stone because they have a, a star of David. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then he has an inscription. His inscription says, may his soul be bound in the bundle of life. Yes. Um, and that, But it has his service first, right? It has his name. Um, and then his service, and then his inscription. No, his inscription, then his service. But she she has associate justice, and then her dates, and then the United States Supreme Court. She does not have a um, a memorial statement the way he does. Does yeah. Which I think is interesting because that would have been her choice. He died first. Yes. Yes. So. Yep. yep. Um, so there is some autonomy about what you can put. Like she was able to put a, a memorial statement for him yeah. on their stone. Um, uh, but what's interesting is above her name, where he, uh, above his name is the, is the Star of David. Um, and I know that on Arlington stones, you can have the service crest. Yes. Right, the Navy, the Army, the she has the Supreme Court crest, crest, yes, on hers, and it's really quite a beautiful stone. It's black. It's a black stone, which is also unusual at Arlington. Most yes. of these, most of the stones at Arlington are gray, yeah, um, or white gray, yeah. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of fascinating. But on Scalia's stone, and I know I usually it, it's just those two happen to be so different in so many ways. His stone says. Scalia like it doesn't you know I mean it I it says Supreme Court Justice uh does it wait no it doesn't does it it does not it yes. has his name and then it has Maureen's name yeah his, his wife, wife Maureen yes. with her hyphen and no finish date because Maureen is still alive and yeah. then it just has Scalia there's no Supreme no. Court mention there's no I find that fascinating that somebody could spend that long on the Supreme Court and be like, yeah, it doesn't belong on the stone. And maybe that's just, I mean, it, you know, maybe, maybe his accomplishment in life was being Maureen's husband. And so their names together on the stone was sufficient. Well, I mean, the, the, the interviews that I have, watched or listened to where his, his family and his relationship uh, with his wife have come up. I mean, he made it very clear that, okay, as far as within their nuclear family, um, he was, I mean, she was the leader, right? I mean, because, and it allowed him to basically go ahead and, you know, become Justice Scalia, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, I mean, by his own accounts, okay, he attempted to attend as many of their nine children's school functions, et cetera, et cetera. But he couldn't always make it. But she always did. You know? Okay. Um, and the next past justice, which is Supreme Court uh, um, Chief Justice, William Rehnquist, uh, 
he's done is super simple, but it is interesting to me. You're right. It says Sergeant U.S. Army. Yeah. And then it says Supreme Court, uh, Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court. Supreme like, Court. Actually, it says Chief Justice of the United States. It doesn't say Supreme Court. Supreme Court. It says Chief Justice of the United States. I'm like, well, and, okay, and again, then. I remember reading somewhere about Arlington National Cemetery's regulations. Mm-hmm. You only get so many, you know, like so many, so many letters, letters or spaces, right? I mean, they have precise rules about this stuff, right? Okay, um, find it pretty, uh, uh, pretty hilarious, yeah, um, but. I also didn't know and until I actually you know went to their burial sites at Arlington there is you know you all are prob- listeners you probably have heard of the greatest generation the sheer number of supreme court justices from the world war 2 generation who you know served in the military and then went on to have you know, extensive legal careers, et cetera, um, who are buried at Arlington. I mean, it, it is a huge number. Yeah. It, it, and um, um, I'm going to go with you. Not super surprising that, that, um, that people of that generation served because it was just sort of the expectation. Yeah, right. or they is, or they ended up getting drafted. Um, um, but interestingly enough, Byron White served in the military in the Navy during World War II. He could have uh, been buried at Arlington, but he's actually buried at his family church in in Denver. <laughs> and Justice Powell, who you mentioned earlier, who's buried here in Hollywood Cemetery, does not have. Justice of the Supreme Court on his stump. No, he doesn't. Nope. So it's fascinating to me what people, you know, what they put on their stones, right? Right. What, okay. what, what they thought was important for people to know about them in death. Yes. Yeah. Now it can. He just it, has his name and his wife's name. They don't. Yeah. They don't. And their death. De- yeah. Obviously, their dates. But okay. But I mean, in it. But it doesn't shock me that Lewis Powell's that way because he was always understated in life. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Um, He was always very understated in life. Yeah. So Thurgood Marshall served in the military in World War II? Yes, he did. I did not know that. Yes, he did. (laughs) Okay. Uh, It must have been infuriating him to him to serve in the military and then come home and have the injustices. Oh, sure it did. Okay. Yeah. Thurgood Marshall to me is fascinating for a number of reasons. I mean, he was a cut up in school, right? He he frequently <laughs> he frequently got in trouble, right? Okay. When I read that in biographies, I'm like, I, I'm right there with you, dude. Right? Well done. Okay. Um, but then he got serious, right? Um, and, and, and he did just absolutely phenomenal work. But he served in the military. Okay. Um, when at times Okay, race relations in the military were, you know, hardly any better than what they were in civilian life in the United States. Okay, I'm 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 defending freedom. Freedom of what, right? Right. Um, 
But I mean, in some of these, and again, I've been to a number of them. I mean, you know, some of these, um, like for instance, Robert Jackson's um, uh, tombstone. Um, it's a little cemetery up in um, uh, Frewsburg, uh, New York. That's upstate New York, right? You you would hardly know that it was Justice Jackson's tombstone, right? Because there's just a bunch of Jacksons from that community, right? Right. <laughs> right. Because, and I think what what is interesting in death is that aside from the folks who are in Arlington, the ones who are in family cemeteries are one of a whole bunch of people yes. from that family who are all in that cemetery together. And, and it brings home their humanity as individuals. individuals they are yeah. still part of a family. They're still part of, um, you know, someone's still going and cleaning off the grave and putting out the flowers and doing the things we were talking about. That's, that's a, a, a very human aspect of them that I think sometimes we forget they have because especially in the modern era, justices are sort of seen in this larger than life kind of way. Like, yes. well, except that when they die, they just want to be with their people like everybody else, right? They just want to be in their hometown. You know, again, not the ones in Arlington, but everybody else. I just want to be in my church cemetery or I just want to be near my parents or near my spouse or whatever. And that makes them, I think, in some ways more endearing because they are, they are so as a body secretive and closed off and other. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, in you know, without getting too biblical here, I mean, you know, in death, you know, all men are equal. Yeah, all yeah, and you know, ashes to dust, right? Right. Okay. You go um, back to right. You know, hopefully, you did some good while you were alive. Okay, but death is the great equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, but. so listeners, we're going to suggest to you that if you want to see a pocket of of Supreme Court justices, you could go to Arlington. Yes. Um, they're not all buried together. Like they don't. No. They don't. <laughs> there's not a section there's, for justices. Yeah. There's but, not a federal judge wing, and there's not a president's <laughs> wing. Yeah. Right? There's not. They're they're kind of mixed around. A few are near each other. Yes. Um, just by luck and happenstance, but they're not, it's not a, they, yeah. they, we put all the justices over here, but Arlington has an excellent guide where you can find yes. a plot number and then go to the, and it's very laid out on a nice grid system. So it's easy to find. If you are going to go find per people who are in church graveyards, keep in mind that that is many times wildly disorganized and for the very old records there are no records so yeah, there are no yeah finding yeah. that is going to mean a long walk around whatever cemetery that is in order to find that person's stone and in some cases they may not know right right um i uh, they may not know exactly where the person is or like we said in the case of abe fortis his is unmarked yes 
And um, I remember um, Justice Baldwin's um, <laughs> burial site is in a cemetery uh, in a little town in Pennsylvania called Meadville, which is not all that far from where I grew up. Um, and when I was getting interested in the Supreme Court, um, you know, I went to the cemetery, it's Greendale Cemetery, and the uh, superintendent of the cemetery was just like, um, son, we got five different sets of Baldwins located here. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to just start walking. <laughs> and I pretty much spent an afternoon going around checking out Baldwins. Okay. Um, but I wanted to go ahead and see. And by the way, there was absolutely no marker that he was a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> yes. and interesting too, also probably part of that may be if the family puts up the marker, it yes. may not be what's most important to them about the person. Yeah. Right. That they, they, they're, it's more important to put them, you know, put father, or brother, brother, or, you know, you know whatever, or, whatever else they may have done. Right. Yeah. So, so um, but, but um, it's, it's interesting it, to, um, to think about <laughs> when you when you die what accomplishments go on your what go on what goes on your tombstone yeah and that some people are like yeah don't bother with that supreme court thing like uh no <laughs> if i make the supreme court i want that to be in neon across the top of my stuff right right like Supreme Court. I want it to blink. I want perhaps it to make music. Da na 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 na. Right. Like I want there to be. I want that to be a known thing. So I think that's also interesting too. When people are like, "Yeah, that's not really my jam." So don't put that on. <laughs> like, okay. It, it, it's kind of sort of fascinating. Uh, my daughter, who uh, who's ten, went ahead and asked me. I think last year because I think we had just gone to visit um, uh, her grandfather's um, gravesite in Arlington. And she asked me, you know, what, what would be on my tombstone? And I told her that I wasn't planning on, you know, you know, having a funeral or having a tombstone or anything like that. I said, I'll probably end up being cremated. And she was just aghast by this, right? <laughs> But she goes, well, what if you had a tombstone? She goes, what would be on there? And I said, probably Max Daddy. <laughs> and she just looked at me and she goes, <laughs> she goes, that's the most important thing. And I said, well, probably by the end of it. But she goes, well, what about being a college professor? I said, I don't know if anybody would really care that I was a college professor, right? Okay. Right. Okay. What your lasting your lasting contribution to the to the world may be, Mac. That's right. Okay, or you know something else. But right. it is it is fascinating because you know again for most of the you know the the, the tombstones, you know father of or beloved you know wife husband to or to, spouse yeah, whatever, yeah yeah whatever the case may be. But then sometimes you 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 will just see these odd things like you know. Um, uh, I, I remember uh, one grave site 
and I can't remember for which of the justices, but somebody had been um, uh, Secretary of Agriculture for a state and they put it on their tombstone. <laughs> and I was just like, well, I guess that must have been pretty important to either them or to their family. Right. Right. right? Yeah. I'm going to stick with Chief Justice of the United States. <laughs> Not of the United States Supreme Court, of the United States. States. I like it. I think yes. that's a great, that's sort of like, I'm, uh, that's, see, I'm my, on my tombstone, it's going to say president of everything. <laughs> Secretary, Space Force. <laughs> that's right. It's going to say, it's going to say Supreme Court Justice in, across the top in neon letters. And then it'll have my name. And then below that, it'll say Space Force czar czar <laughs> and then underneath that it'll have president of everything maybe rehnquist was being a textualist because in article <laughs> three of the constitution it says the supreme court of the united states which most scholars have concluded it was the fr framers way of distinguishing between the supreme court of the federal government with the Supreme Courts of the various states. So maybe Rehnquist was just being an Article Three textualist. Oh, no, I think that was Marshall. Oh, was it Marshall? I think it was Marshall that had the okay. Supreme Court, the Supreme, Supreme Justice, you know, Chief Justice of the United States. I love States. it. Okay. All right. I think it's a great thing. But okay. anyway, thank you for, for talking to me about, about this. I'm, <clears throat> I am fascinated uh, by um what people have on their stone and what it says about them or their family or what was important to them uh, but i would if there is a listener in denver colorado who wants to go take a picture of byron white's a byron white's uh stone we will put it up on the research guide we'll put it up on the research guide and by the way uh, again, any listener uh, in denver colorado he is uh, buried at saint john's cathedral in Denver, yes, yep. Oh, wouldn't it be awesome if there was one of those big stone effigies and felt like with a sword and a whole thing, you know, that with the sword of justice. You know, like cool. a, you know, a family crest, you know, on yeah, one exactly. side. Exactly, big giant you know, crypt thing. Oh, you know, or a giant sarcophagus thing. Oh yeah, right. That would be cool. And that would be wholly shocking to me if it was because of the more modern Supreme Court justices if there was one who was very, um, shall we say, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Who didn't like to draw attention to himself. Okay? It would have been Byron White. It would have been Byron White. Okay. Okay. Hang on. We can find out. Look, I'm using she's, the internet. She's looking, yeah, she's looking it up as we record the episode. Was his nickname Wizard? Wizard White. Yes. <laughs> okay. You, you, you don't know the origin of that? I do not. Would you like to tell it to me briefly? Well, I, I, yeah. Uh, when he was um, in college at the University of Colorado, he was um, uh, a very well-known, accomplished football player. He was a halfback. And they said he ran so uh, fast, it was like he whizzed on by his oh. opponents. And that's how he got the nickname of Wizard. He hated it. Okay, 
once he uh, went to, um, he, uh, he got a Rhodes Scholarship to study law over in Great Britain, and he got admitted into Yale. Uh, he absolutely hated being called wizard when he became a professional attorney. He, he just, he was just like, I'm just, you know, attorney white, right? Ah. I am just Judge White, okay? Um, he hated the nickname. Um, yes, Wizard White. Okay, well, there's no picture on the internet. Oh, so, does it? it doesn't Denver, shock me. Yes. Leap out to us if you can. <laughs> there's anybody out there. He is in the All Souls Walk at St. James Cathedral, St. John's Cathedral. John's Cathedral, yep. Awesome. Thank you, Augie. Thank you, Nia. All right, we'll talk again. Of course. <laughs> <laughs>